Um, so this last segment, Corey decided he needed to leave to help a friend move. So <laughs> he's going to be uh, missing from this one. But um, yeah, I know. What were we talking about so, before? So that's the three segments, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, this is the last one. Um, so we want to leave him with something funny, right? Leave him with something funny. <laughs> Which is why mass we're shootings. talking about... <laughs> yeah, no, we're talking about mass shooting. Uh, for real. I mean, you got to talk about it, man. It's, it's happening, you know? It's something that's happening, and uh, obviously shoot. if you listen to the last uh, podcast, the last segment was kind of a serious one, because we went over that girl who was telling people to go back to their country, so... Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I hate to leave it on oh, a... Kansas City girl? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, I, I hate know. to leave every episode on a negative note, but I mean, I, I don't know if it's necessarily negative. It's just these are important things that are going on in the world, and I feel like they need to be talked about. I mean, you know, don't don't leave it up to us to like necessarily get your news, but we're, we're not. <laughs> I'm sure news. nobody's getting the news from us. <laughs> I don't know if anybody's getting anything from us. <laughs> well, it ain't breaking news, that's for sure. But <laughs> it's breaking my heart, though. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it is. It's no, funny, it literally it is. is yeah. Levity is key here. I'm not yeah. making fun of mass yeah. shootings. No, I mean, but the only... I don't know. Like, I guess the reason that I wanted to even bring it up was because uh, we've had, like... For whatever reason, we've had a lot of incidents recently here. Like, in Kansas, Kansas City. City. Not necessarily uh, people dying or anything from shootings, but... Well, not mass shootings, at least. But... Um, just the threat of it. So I think like a couple of weeks ago, after people have died recently in mass shooting. shootings. Oh, not mass shootings. Yeah, so there's right. been a lot no, there's of been normal where, shootings, which unfortunately that's just. I think what that's happens. the thing too. Like we talk a lot about mass shootings, but like people get shot and killed in this country every single day, like in Kansas City. Well, yeah, no, like I mean, all over the country, people get shot was, and killed every day. There were four people that got. Well, teenagers. There was four teenagers that got shot this past weekend yeah. in uh, that Sheraton hotel. Um, which, first of all, how did a room full of teenagers get a hold of a hotel room by themselves? I don't know, man. Uh, I mean, I don't it know. It was that kid who got shot, too. Like, uh, they were just driving. Somebody just started shooting up. There's been a lot of shootings in Kansas City lately. Oh, the kid in Grandview? I no, think it was Grandview or something. UK. Oh, really? What happened? Yeah. They just got... They were driving down, like... I don't know, Pacific or something, and they just got shot at. Like just like driving? Little, yeah, a little kid who got shot in their house, like a driver. And I, well, and like the one that I heard about was, um, there was like this teenage, well, I think teenage boy, he was like in middle school, ready to go to high school, uh, you know, super big for his age, you know, rising football star, and mm. he's just like in his kitchen or something, sweeping the floor, doing his chores. And somebody decides to shoot in the house and yep. end up killing him. Like, well, the girl at the crossroads was just at the yeah, exactly. The girl, the girl at the crossroads. I already forgot about the ran, girl at the she crossroads. Just, she was literally at, at a food truck, and then she died. she got shot and killed. Yeah, yeah. Like, I already forgot about that one too. Like, that's pretty bad. It, it's just like it feels like it happens so often. Like, it's it yeah, sucks. It's become known to them, man. It doesn't affect that, that. I mean, and of course, like. That's always what happens, too, is, like, this girl that got shot in the crossroads for First Fridays, like, of course she was, like, some activist, and... She was? Did all this charity work. Yeah, like, she was uh, super... I mean, even if she wasn't, it's... Well, even if she wasn't, she doesn't deserve to get shot. Because we've been there so many times in the same exact 
place at the same like yeah we doing we've the same been, exact thing like we've been standing in line for food trucks at first Friday like nobody nobody should be standing in line at a food truck at a cultural event and just randomly Expect out of nowhere just get shot and killed right by a stray bullet right you know? but that's the country we live in man that's that's the thing that's why I always say like everywhere I go I always expect like it could happen at any time like I could get oh yeah shot and killed today I mean I always tell my mom too like. I'm kind of joking, but I'm kind of not. Like, we're all just waiting to be shot somewhere. <laughs> like, or at least it feels like it. I don't know, like, what gangsters feel like. <sighs> yeah, I mean, I guess in a way, like, <laughs> we yeah, all... Like, like, when rappers talk about, oh, yeah, I left the house not knowing if I'm going to come back. Like, that's everybody, man. Like That's you, everybody now. you go to Walmart, you might get killed. Well, the thing with Walmart, man, like, I wasn't dying to go to Walmart anyway, and I really don't need to go now, like... Dude, I haven't been to Walmart in years. I don't understand why Walmart's getting targeted either. Because, like, you know you know that, like, the owners of Walmart have to be like, damn it, man, like, why are you guys picking on us? Like, Wait, why do you... Wait, at Walmart? Other than the... Well, the El Paso shooting, of course. Yeah, but that, but, like, that had nothing to do with Walmart. I just... No, 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 it didn't. But I want to talk about, like, here specifically, like, uh, right after the El Paso one happened, there was a post on Facebook of somebody saying, you know, I'm going to go up to this Walmart hmm. in Independence... I'm going to bring all my guns and, you know, catch me if you can, basically, type of thing. And, like, yeah. the cops, the Homeland Security have to look into it, like, making sure, like, nothing's Yeah, but gonna every time there's, like, a, a real there's shooting, a there's always, like, a, a threat or, like, a... Right. The chance for a copycat. Well, and, yeah. well, there was that, and then, like, literally on the... Uh, a week ago, there was uh, the kid who... I forgot which Walmart it was, but it was here... He walked into Walmart, just walking through the aisles with guns huh. and body armor on, and somebody spotted him, so they, like, the manager pulled the fire alarm to get everybody out, so then this dude freaks out, too, because he's like, what's the fire alarm going on for? And then Oh, he, he, he was just... He was just he walking around. He was scrolling. He was scrolling, like, yeah. Like, he thought it was cool to... I, mean, I don't know if he thought it was cool, or if, like, maybe he thought, I'm a good guy <laughs> with a gun trying to protect myself or something. No, but, I, but like, like, he wasn't out there trying to do anything bad, he was just... Walking so. around he with all his weapons. Around, yeah. But he freaked people out because this was right... I mean, come on, man. Like, you should know not to walk into a Walmart with guns if you know somebody just committed a mass murder in a Walmart. Like, I mean... That's just... He's a good guy with a gun. That's the thing. With the good guy with a gun argument... Like, well, it's stupid. I agree. It's 100% true. It is The true. only people that ever stop a bad guy with a gun is a good guy with a gun. Yes. But not after he's... Not until he's already killed, like, 40 people. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's always a good guy with a gun that stops him, but the guy's already killed, like, 20 people. Right. Like, it's not about who's stopping who. It's, like, preventing it from happening in the first place. Right. People don't like, yo, a, the only thing to stop a bad guy with a gun is a good guy with a gun. Well, yeah, but just a bunch of people died already. I mean, and it's like the argument of, like, um, well, if we outlaw guns and only people who are criminals will have guns or something, like... Yeah, but does that mean that we don't make any laws at all? But it's so but it's so complicated though because like so so many people have guns and so many people are so passionate about their guns that like if the government actually did do something to take away like there would be people who would start shooting and killing like the government. Yeah, think, like, like cops. And there are people who are actually that passionate and fanatical about it that there, we have terrorists in our country like terrorist organizations White American terrorist organizations that are willing to fucking murder. Yeah. Like, well, they've so, already done it. Yeah, and they do it all the time. And people don't... 
You know, it's like ISIS when there's like a random bomber, like, and then they take credit for it. Like, they don't take credit for it, but like, they're influencing all these people. But if the government came and took the guns, they'd start shooting. They'd be like, that, that's and that's the whole like Venn diagram of all these different groups of people that think that they're not against one situation. thing or another. Like another, it's like you're telling me that the people that are like pro blue lights matter, they're not like two ayers themselves that are gun loving and whatnot. And you're telling me if these same cops came and like try to take your guns, that you wouldn't be against them now? No, I'm just saying like no. Like, but I'm saying like you're telling me you wouldn't as a one of those people like. As right. a Blue Lives Matter supporter, you're telling me you wouldn't be against the cops oh, they once they start coming to your guns? Right. Like, no. Yeah. I'm, I don't know, man. It's just such a dicey thing. It's not black and white. Right. And it, and there are just so many crazy people with guns out there who are willing to do crazy shit. I think, and that's the thing, like, I don't think the idea or the plan should be to not do anything. We should do something. It has to be a gradual thing, but nobody's doing anything. But, man, we are really far deep because, like, a lot of people do have guns. Because they're so uh, readily available. But I think, like, at the same time, like, I... As I've gotten older, like, I've kind of missed, like, mistrust the government a lot more than I used to. You know, like, like, the government... Whenever they want, they can come and take me away if they want to, and like oh, put me in a hole. Like, yeah, they have the right to kill me if they if they seem they, they can create fit. a reason to kill you. Yeah, like like you know. So it's like it sounds conspiratorial, but like it's it's true. Like the government shouldn't have as much power as it does as it does. But am I gonna go like buy weapons and like try to start a revolution against them? Like, no. No, because I don't want to get droned, you know? Like, I, I know I stand no chance against them, or... Even if I did, I'm not going to go fucking start a revolution. Well, I mean, what about, I mean... Like, Facebook. Man, that's so. why I, like, uh, absolutely commend the people, of, like, in Hong Kong. Oh, like, yeah, I would have just moved. <laughs> like, fuck this, I'm going out. Really? Yeah, I, yeah, dude, because I'm just not as idealistic as I used to be. Yeah. I, I'm way more practical now. Like, you know what, man? I, this is nothing... Oh. Nothing is worth me... None of this is worth me dying over. Like, right. You know, like, uh, the Chinese government versus a tiny city state like Hong Kong. Like, it's eventually going to crumble. Like, yeah, I, I don't know. They're going to start killing know. people. Like, if they keep going, like, right. they're going to start killing people. And they, they're just going to do it without any remorse. I don't know what the end result is here for the Hong Kong protest, but... Like it's it valiant, it's brave, it's it's sure they're gonna make a great movie about it in the future, but once the, it's gonna be another Tiananmen Square where I think a lot of people are gonna die. If it, if it comes to it, the Chinese government will not hesitate to start killing people. Mm-hmm. Just like the US government won't hesitate to kill people. Like just like any government in order to maintain power will not hesitate to murder its own citizens. And then that's when like those Second Amendment people come in, like, well yeah, if that ever did happen like, wouldn't you want to be armed? And, like, like it, I, I see where they're coming from, but, like, it's gone to the point where, like... I see where those people are people coming are from, People are shooting I, random people at stores and right. shit. Like, we have to have some sort of control over this. Well, I think that's where the influence from outside sources come in and, you know... Like, like, exa- like take, the, uh, take the El Paso guy, for example. Like, just him specifically... Um, you know, he drove from 
God, I don't even know where he drove from, but he, he like nine hours. He drove from out of state somewhere, I think, to drive down to El Paso to shoot up a Walmart. Why? But he he went there specifically to kill Mexicans. Exactly, exactly, and that's the thing is like that was his motivation. Like he like he's he's gotten influence from outside sources telling him that no, you know, so and so isn't your enemy. <laughs> The well, people crossing yeah, the border I mean, are your enemy. That that guy is no different than an ISIS suicide bomber being influenced by terrorist uh, ISIS leaders spewing these hate, hateful message, radicalizing people, and then encouraging them to go do violence. Donald Trump's done the same exact thing. He's encouraged. He's encouraged violence. He's encouraged racism, radicalizing people, and now they're out killing people. Just like it's a terrorist thing. Like just like ISIS. That guy is a terrorist, and he's been radicalized by a hateful, racist... I don't want to say he's a terrorist, because he hasn't, as far as I know, committed any acts of terror himself, but he's inspired them. So, like, you got to call it what it is. Because I don't even like this term, domestic terrorism. Because I just separate... You call it terrorism? It's terrorism, period. Like, it's Mm -hmm. no... To me, it's no different... If, If, for me, like, I feel like there are people out there... Who just want to kill me just because I'm Mexican? Like that's that's terrorism. Like not just adding domestic terrorism. It's like terrorism junior. Like oh, it's not like that terrorism. It's mm. it's this domestic kind. You know? Okay. No, it's fucking terrorism. Just like uh, the guy who blew himself in Kabul yesterday. Like it's the same exact kind of terrorism. It's fucking murdering people and terrorizing the country, like a certain population. It's not just. So to me, it's just call it terrorism. Period. You know how it is terrorism is because after after the El Paso shooting, I know I focus so much on the El Paso shooting, but like after the El Paso shooting, there was that car that backfired in Times Square, and yeah. there was a mass of people that panicked and just started running in every which way direction. Like, like that's 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 how you know that it is terrorism because people are terrified. Like. People hear a backfire yeah. from a car and just um, like one person didn't didn't actually know that there was that it was a car backfire, but one person screamed shooter, and then everybody started running and panicking. Like, well, yeah, and then and that's the thing. Like, you have to also think like who who is this terrorism benefiting? The people in power. They're they're, they're benefiting from us just being afraid all the time, and then they just come like, oh well, I all. We'll save you. We'll help you. Like they're the ones who are letting it happen, and then just perpetuating the cycle of them being in power. Still, like I don't want to sound conspiratorial, but like now, like nowadays, everything seems conspiratorial. Like nobody knows what to believe anymore. Like I think everybody's starting to wake up to the fact that like shit's kind of falling apart. It's not. It's not as it seems. Yeah, like because yeah, like if we're all scared, we're not, we're not going to worry about real topics and issues that I'm sure I mean I'm the Jeffrey Epstein thing is kind of already forgotten yeah and you don't think Donald Trump fucking had sex with underage girls from Jeffrey <laughs> I don't know dude if he come did. on he, of course he did I right? don't know if he did dude he was best friends with the guy while he was in the main there's videos of him getting peed on by pro- like he he <laughs> is that kind of person <laughs> I would if it, if it came out tomorrow I, okay like a uh, uh, fucking Top secret document, like oh yeah, Donald Trump, like yeah, okay, yeah, he saying, would do that, right? Well, I, I don't put think it past him is what I'm I don't saying. Think, yeah, I don't think there's anything that would surprise me about him. But I'm not going to say that he did or anything, but 
I think that there's definitely people, 100% people that wanted him silenced. Who would want him silenced? You can't. Most. You can't be. You can't be under twenty-four hour suicide watch and end up dying from suicide. Yeah, I mean, it, it wouldn't be the first time the government has gone and murdered somebody for its yeah. own personal, its own. But I think this is protection. But I think this is the first time that I've seen, at least in my lifetime, where it's happened. And usually, I'm that guy. Like, I'm the one that's like. Are you sure nobody knew that, like, nobody knew who killed JFK or something? You know, like, usually I'm that person that's like, how is there nobody that knows what happened that day or whatever? Right. Now I feel like this is the first time I've seen in my life where I've read comments on, like, Reddit or whatever, and everybody seems to be in agreement, like, no, this sounds like complete bullshit. I don't believe this for a second. Like, that just seems to be the consensus. Like, it, the, 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 the mindset has changed to not believe anymore. And I don't think it is conspiratorial anymore. I think people are actually seeing it in that way. And that's the thing. And conspiracy theories get a bad rap, obviously, because yeah. there's some ridiculous ones. Like, there the, are actual the water real... that's turning your frogs gay or whatever. That's bullshit. That's stupid. Okay, yeah. We know that that's but There are actual conspiracies that have happened and are continuing to happen. That we don't know about. There's some conspiracies that are out in broad daylight that nobody really cares about. Yeah. So I trust no government, man. I don't trust the government. I, I know, don't. man. I just don't. I know. And I feel like a lot of people are starting to see it, like, after, like, Obama was, like, we thought everything, like, that's the thing. That was, like, the feeling, like, oh, wow, we're, we're really going to a new, we're, we're headed towards the future. Like, oh, yeah, Obama. <laughs> and then fucking Donald Trump's, like, no, actually, he just pulled the curtain down. Like, this is the reality. It's all fucking <laughs> shit show. So, like, you think he, you think Trump is more of a. Do you think he's knowingly doing that? Like, pulling no, the curtain back? Definitely not. Okay. No. But he's showing. No, he's not like some sort of performance artist. He's an egomaniac who just fucking. But he's the product of, like, where, where things are going. Like, it's only going to get crazier from here. Hmm. Like, what? How are we going to go back to normal after this? <laughs> you don't. Like, what, what, okay, because, now, like, oh, yeah, let's just pretend that we're just back to, you know, because bum, the administration bum, 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 has, bum, bum, bum. the administration has normalized everything that's not normal. Yeah, like, everything's come to it, like, all the dirty, nasty secrets, like, all the nasty things in America have finally come to a head, and, like, it's still here, it's, it, I don't know how, I don't know how we just stopped caring about things so quickly, though, like, so I don't think we ever did care. Maybe I don't know. I don't think we ever cared to begin with. Because we're all living in this, about like, like scandals. I mean, like let, let's say specifically for like presidential scandals. Like, like when did we just stop caring? And maybe we didn't stop caring, but Dude, we're not doing anything about Bill it. Bill Clinton ha- got a blowjob in the Oval Office from an intern, and he got away with it. <laughs> Yeah, John know. F. Kennedy was having orgies in the White House with Marilyn Monroe, and no way, like, you know, like these are just that's the thing, like these are just people, mostly just men, mostly like bros from college who run the world. Well, as of now, it's and, only been men, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and they're all like bros from college, like the, the bros from your college, that the ones you fucking saw in the sorority, and the, those are the people running the world, and they're running at like a fucking frat house, and it's always been that way. 
Yeah, I mean... But now it's just been, like, the facade of uh, decorum of, like, presidential has just been taken down. Like, this is what it's really like. Well, that's... Be- um, well, that I think that has more to do with the type of person Trump is, though. Like, right. I don't think he's necessarily, like, that frat bro. Like, he, he is... He, no, hold on. He, he is... is. He is, but I think... Epitome of that. No, he is. Like, he speaks to them, but I don't think he is himself. I think he's more of a wannabe, to be honest. Like, I think he sees himself in that light, but I don't think he actually is, if that makes sense. He, he, he pretends to have confidence and knowledge of things to the, to the point where he believes in himself and then people around him maybe start to believe it too, but I don't yeah, think he's that's actually... What he, but- but it's thing, fake like, confidence, like yeah. But all fake, all confidence is fake confidence until like you start believing it, and then everybody. That's when you start believing it, and you start acting it. That's when everybody else starts believing it. So he is like he he kind of created himself into that hmm. thing that he is. I don't know. He's just like this weird. I mean, every egomaniac has a very low self esteem. That's where it all comes from. But like the second, the second that we, <laughs> the second that we elected. A reality TV star to the presidency was the day that nothing would ever be normal again. Yeah, like, but yeah, because like before that, like the president had, a, even if you, even think, George Bush, who was one of the most hated and worst presidents of all time, is still seen as like a president. Like you still, like you, like if I met George Bush, even though I hated him, I still be like, oh, Mr. President, I, I fucking don't agree with this and blah blah. But like now Trump is like. That's gone out the window. Like that decorum, the presidential, like the rules of he doesn't give a shit. He just does what he wants. Yeah. So he just kind of like just destroyed the facade of it. So now people are looking for like even Democrats. I feel like are looking for their Donald Trump. Not their Donald Trump and like that he, he's an asshole, but like that person was like, yeah, we we don't really he's off the cuff by the whole polit- politician thing anymore. Like we're sick. Like. Because the, all of they, they've only been serving themselves this whole time. And people are tired yep. of it. They're tired of politicians in general. Oh, yeah. Just to be clear, like, I don't care what side of the aisle you're on. Like, you know, if you're taking donations from super PACs and dirty money and things like that, like, yeah. you're just as bad as anyone else. Yeah, so that, and that's why, like, even on the Democratic side, like, Andrew Yang's getting popular. Obviously, Bernie. Obviously, AOC. Yeah, like, people like that, like... So it's not, and that's what, I went, what I'm saying is not going to go back to normal. I'm not saying it's going to be all terrible. Like it's just it's an opportunity to to like rebuild something new. Yeah, like something different. Yeah. So but maybe I think, in that way, I think in kind of helped. Yeah, and no, I def, I definitely like agree with you in that, and I think like Trump and Bernie were kind of the beginnings of that. You know, like, yeah, because they're. Because to be honest, like I feel like a lot of people that ended up voting for Trump before they knew obviously what type of president he would be, I think a lot of people that voted for Trump probably would have voted for pretty Bernie. obvious what kind of president he was going to be. Well, not to this extent, man. Because you know, back in the day, it was like, what was he going to do? Throw everybody in camps? Well, look what he's doing now. Yeah, but like, that's the thing. Like Trump, ne- Trump stuck to his, like he's been this way. It's the people who are like, oh yeah, okay, that's a- oh shit, yeah, he he did that. Oh. Oh, what is he going to do next? Yeah, right. Oh, shit, he did that? Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, like, he just keeps pushing the bar further and further. Right. But I feel like, but what I was going to say is, like, I feel like a lot of people that voted for Trump in 2016 probably would have voted for Bernie if he would have been the nominee. Like, I feel like a lot of moderates leaned on Trump because he was 
anti-establishment, anti-Hillary. Yeah. And so was Bernie. Yeah, I mean, I, Hillary was the worst candidate you could, we could have possibly had yeah. against Trump. Now, I was, a, I, I, like, I still have my Bernie shit. I voted for Bernie in the uh, primaries, and I wanted him up there, but I also knew what I had to do come election day. Well, yeah, you, yeah, of course, like, in a way, Trump kind of just helped take that facade off for both, like, if, if Joe Biden wins the, the nomination, it's going to be Trump, the, Trump's going to be the president Trump's again. Trump's going to be again, yeah. Yeah. Because uh, no Biden's another Hillary. Hillary. Yeah. Yeah, there's no way. And, and and if the Democrats continue to do that, they're going to never win an election again. Might be time for a new party. Like, and that's the thing. We could do that. It, we should Americans, do that. Americans have the right to form as many parties as they want. They they have the right to demand a new constitution. Like, this constitution, we don't like it. Destroy it. We want a new one. That, it's in the constitution. But we don't we we think like it's like we can't we can't do anything and they because they know everything and we don't know anything right. But like, why can't there be a third party, fourth party? Why there are other why, parties? It's just nobody votes for them. But by default, we only get two options. By default, only because the media only showcases those exactly. two parties. There's only a Republican and Democratic debate. Yeah, you have to. But if you're a Green Party member, and you want to run for pre- you have to run as a Democrat, right? Bernie can't run. Bernie as a Democrat didn't want socialist. to run as a Democrat, but right, he had to. Yeah, he had to, and even then, he still got shagged by the Democratic Party, right? Because he's not a Democrat. Right. He's not a. If you run, that's the thing, and and that's how they make it. They make it that way. Like, if you want to run, you could run as anything. But if you really want, you have to be a Democrat. But if you want to be a Democrat, you have to fall in line with Democrats, and then the Democrats won't choose you if you're not one of them. And I think in that sense, like I think the Democrats are just as to they're blame. Cor- they're just as corrupt and bad. Yeah, they're just as, as to blame as Republicans are because you're telling me that they haven't like lobbied to keep you know the camera on them when it comes time to election year or something like that. Of course they have. They don't want all these other little parties to get exposure. It's like, did you see that AOC documentary on Netflix? The yeah. Bringing Down the House? Yeah. That fucking, that guy is supposedly a de- top Democrat. Look, like, he was just as bad as a Republican. He didn't give a shit about his constituents. Oh, the guy that, uh, she was that going she against? Ran against? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a great documentary. He, like, <laughs> a career politician is just that. Their, their career is being a politician, not making change and caring about people. Right. It's getting reelected is the only thing they care about. So they Democrats need it like they're just as bad as the Republicans. And I don't know, man. I don't know when like I'll, I'll get back to like the AOC thing. Well, I'm still gonna keep on the AOC thing, but I don't understand when she became the boogeyman out of nowhere. Like she's not like she's she's just in the I know I say just, but she's she's in the House of Representatives. She she ain't affecting anybody except you know who's in her district. No, but... But, like, I know she's in different committees, too. Like, she... Well, what were you going to say? But she has media presence, and, like, the people all around the country, like, rally behind her. Oh, yeah. I do, too. That's why she's the boogeyman. She's not my... She's, I'm not her constituent, but I... Right. Like, if she ran for president, I'd be all in for AOC. Oh, yeah. 100%. Oh, yeah. And she will run for... She has to. I hope she does. And I think she'll be the first female president. Yeah. If she runs for president. Yeah. And that's why she's the boogeyman. And... and even within the Democratic Party, you think because they see it? Of course, they see like all, all like we gotta we gotta push her down. Like, so you think the reason that they're even like trying to treat her as a boogeyman is because they already see her as a threat? Yeah, because she, she is a threat. Well, yeah. Dude, she took down one of the, the the number four Democrat in the in the party. 
I mean, the reason that I, I, I could, uh, I could say everything great about AOC, but like the reason that I like her as a politician so much is because she, she, and yeah, granted, I haven't seen documentaries on every person in the House of Representatives to know what their story is or anything like that, you know, other than whoever is in my district or something. Like, obviously, you know, uh, Emmanuel Cleaver or something like that. But, or Sharice Davis. Um, but, I don't know, just like seeing her story, like she was somebody that was just living in her neighborhood. Yeah. She She's front, which, by the way, that's the way, that's another, I don't want to go into that, but... Um, she was somebody that lived in her neighborhood and wanted to do like make change for her and her community. So she ran to be a representative for her community. Right. And who better to represent your community than somebody who lives there? And, yeah. Who has is, lived there? Yeah. And that guy's never was. He was a career politician. That's what he was. Right. And and, and you know what? That's and, <laughs> but that's how he got votes. Like he's he's good at talking to crowds and. Kissing babies and things like that. Right, like, but, like, nobody had run against him. Like, he didn't even campaign for no. years and years. He just got continuously reelected. He didn't, right. have, he didn't have to do anything. No. Because people were just voting, like, oh, well, he's the Democrat. Exactly. But, and that's that's the thing, like, whether you are Republican or Democrat, everybody's guilty of it, but, man, do your fucking research. Like, know who you're voting for. Like, just because they have a D or an R next to their name, don't, don't just blindly vote for them. But the thing about... Uh, AOC and like Talib, like the mm-hmm. and the other the other woman, I forgot her name, but like they're they're the way that people are thinking. Like AOC is like yeah, honestly, the way our generation thinks. Like she, I would gladly say she speaks for me. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> like <laughs> she does. Her yeah. feelings, I yeah, would say that's my feelings. Yeah, and that's why they're afraid. That's why Nancy Pelosi does. Like that's why the Democratic Party is trying to like. Nancy Pelosi seems to be pretty buddy buddy with her. We have politicians who are like, well, the people love her, so I'm gonna. Uh, but she's pushing the party t- towards where it needs to be rather than where it is now, which is because think about like your Democratic old people, you know, old people who are Democrats are still pretty conservative, you know, like 78 year old, unless you're Bernie Sanders, yeah, like a 78 year old Democrat still gonna have like. Democratic views, but from like the '60s, you know, like you're still pretty. But they're the ones who are in charge, like Bill right. B- uh, Biden and Pelosi. Everybody in charge at the Democrat, they're all old. Yeah, and they're they speak for old people. That's they also speak the problem for me. Too. I don't care if you're a Democrat or not. If you're older, then you don't understand what yeah my needs as a millennial are. Yeah, but then we don't go out and vote as much as old people. Old I mean, people vote. Uh, yeah, and they I vote know. other old people in. I know. That is the problem too. Is like if you if you don't vote, yes, you have a right to complain. But in my mind, you don't because you didn't at least try to voice your opinion. If if you go out there and vote and it doesn't go the way you want, well, you know that 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 happens. Yeah, it, but when you go out and vote, and then the the person you voted for won the 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 most votes, yet they're still not the president. You know what I mean? Like, well, that's a whole other problem. Like, it's designed to make you not want to vote. It's designed to, like... A lot of things are designed not to want to make you, yeah. make you not want to vote. Exactly. Like For, for, for a democracy, yeah, we have a lot of mm. things in place to make you not want to vote or make it hard to vote. Yeah, I don't... It's not really a democracy. Yeah, like... 
all these laws, like, they make it hard for... Voter ID laws, um, not making it a national holiday, only having... Felons can't vote. Felons can't vote. There's a whole... There's millions of people who are just not allowed to vote. Right. And you know what? You know what the problem with that, too? Obviously, the problem with that is, well, they're quick to throw a lot of people in jail and uh, mark that sounds... And a lot of minorities. A black lot of minorities. Who are the who are the majority of prisoners? Black minorities. Kids. Yes. Black men and women. And that takes but mostly black men. I mean, that takes away their vote. So that's a big chunk of vote right there. Well, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And what are they going in jail for? A lot of them, drug possession. Yeah, just petty crimes. Right. Black and brown people go to jail. They don't. They can't. And then they, and then they make it even after you serve your like say say I, I committed a terrible crime right I robbed a store or whatever. Sure. Let's say armed robbery. Right. I become a felon. I go to prison for ten years. I pay. I pay my due to society, and I come out, and I still don't have. Like I still don't get a, a say. Like in voting. Not only do you not get to vote anymore, you can't have a job. Yeah, you can't get a job. And what are you gonna do? I'm, right. gonna, go, well, I'm gonna go out to rob another store because I can't are, eat. <laughs> right. And that's the problem. It's like, what are you expecting of these ex cons? Like, how are they supposed to ever get a chance at like? Right. If you honestly believe, like. If you honestly believe that the punishment that they should get is whatever the judge rules, then that should be it. It shouldn't yeah, be. It's a perpetual <laughs> life sentence of punishment. Right. You can never vote again. Right. Like, I, can who, ne- I, I lose all my rights forever. I thought I'd just lose my rights if I'm in jail. Right. But who do you think lobbies for these type of laws? For profit prisons? For profit prisons. <laughs> yeah. Because it's a cycle. Like, I get out of prison. I can't get a job. Well, I got to go back. And then I and then the prisons make more money. Yeah. Like, that's, how, that's the country we live in right yeah. now. It's a big corporate free for all, and it everyone's is. just a guinea pig for rich assholes and make a bunch of money. I've always said that, <laughs> but like, it's gonna have to come to a head at one point. People are gonna get tired, and there are a lot of people with guns out there. You know, like shit could get. That's what scares me. Like, I feel like something big like that might happen. Like, it could happen. Like, shit could get real ugly. Yeah, but who's shooting who in the scenario in your mind? Well, right now it seems like. Anybody shooting anybody. Well, that's true. <laughs> it's just like, it seems like chaos right now. Yeah. It is. I mean, uh, it well, is. A lot of powerful people are making a lot of money, so... Oh, yeah. And, and I mean, like, uh, God, I don't know if I want to go into all that. The people out there that are against, like, all these immigrants and saying that they're a nuisance, they're coming over here to kill us or whatever, whatever your idea is that... This brown boogeyman is coming over. Well, why do you think that they're coming over here in the first place? Who do you think caused the? Who do you think caused the trouble in their country for them to even want to come over here in the first place? Us. Well, yeah. The U.S. government is to blame for all these refugees in the first place. Why? Because we're selling. We're selling weapons to these South American and Central American company, or sorry, countries, uh, trying to uh, get some change of dictator down there, whatever, like yeah. whatever the case may be. Like we're we're over there, like meddling with their own with their governments down there, causing chaos, causing civil war, causing all sorts of madness. Well, you know what? If if um, fucking Canada, I'm sorry, Canada, but like if Canada like started. <laughs> No, funding the white supremacist terrorist groups in America and like just causing yeah, a bunch of shit. The government, right? Like, you know what? I'm gonna fucking try to leave America too. Like, I don't care what country I'm in. Like, I'm gonna try to leave too. If there's just a bunch of shit going on and I gotta protect my family, I'm yeah, gonna leave. Man, like, what the fuck do you expect me to do? <clears throat> the reason El Salvador is so 
violent right now because the U.S. started a civil war there in the 80s. Yeah. Just to throw over some guy that they didn't like. Right. Honduras, same thing. Nicaragua. It's all about regime Panama, uh, Chile. Like, whatever country. And they installed like, brutal dictators that murdered a bunch of people, but, but they gave us oil and they let us, they let us exploit their people by taking their raw resources and selling them shit products or whatever. Exactly. Like, in Mexico, there's only one gun store in the entire country. <laughs> what? And it's run by the government. Okay. And you can only buy, like, a little pistol. Like, there's one location? Yeah, there's only one physical place where you can legally buy a gun in Mexico. Mexico City? Yeah, in Mexico City. It's in the government buildings, like, in the capital. Uh And it's very... Like, that's the law. But there's hundreds and thousands and millions of guns and millions of people getting... And you know where... Where are all these guns coming from? 99% of the guns, they come from the United States. They course. They're smuggled in through the United States. Of course. But they blame us for, like, oh, you're killing our citizens. Like, no... 99% 99% of the people who have died have been killed by American weapons. Purchased legally in America and then, and then smuggled on, into yeah. Mexico. Well, first you have to convince people that guns are actually killing other people. <laughs> That's the other problem. Because once you can convince them of that, then maybe you can convince them that the guns that you are buying or that you're not buying even are being shipped off to other countries and causing I mean, chaos the, in those countries. The U.S. government had a special program called Operation Fast and Furious, where they yeah. let a bunch of guns go into Mexico yeah. just to track the bullets, just to see how the cartels were using the guns. They're like, all right, we're going to send a bunch of guns that are going to kill a bunch of Mexicans, and then when they when those Mexicans get killed, we'll take the bullets back and see how they were used. Like, they were using Mexicans as guinea pigs for their little... Like, it's the most hypocritical place on earth, I feel like. like come on, man. And then they get mad because a bunch of immigrants are coming here. Like, yeah, well, no shit. Like, <laughs> where do you expect them to go? And, like, I, all these people that are saying, like, you know, like, yeah, refugees do have a right to come over. Like, they're not coming over legally refugees. Like, but, like, the people who, who support Trump and who believe these things, they don't know the other side of the story. I know, they don't. They don't. I know. And, and the government knows the side. Of, they don't care. Like, um, they don't care. Like, they're, well, they certainly okay, don't care of informing people. <laughs> we're just going to tell them, like, oh, these people are coming to get you, and they're going to vote for us, and we'll stay in power, and then we'll, we'll continue to kill people. Like, it doesn't matter. What happened to this caravan of immigrants coming during the midterm elections? We it's never heard about a caravan again once the election was over. Because they're just still in Mexico. Yeah. Like, there was never a horde of World War Z immigrants coming over here hopping the wall. Like, it just wasn't happening. And you know what? Our meddling also didn't help uh, Europe with their immigration problem either, or their refugee problem. Well, yeah, because we fucking started we the fucked war. the Middle East up, yeah. Well, That's what I'm saying. I didn't want to get into all that shit, but like... Just the bashing of... And it's the U.S. Go- and that's what it's I was the government, and that's that's, that's also I, yeah, the point I want to make too. Is like it's the it's the government. It's not like, the people. It's not the country itself. It's no, not it's not. Like, I and like I said in like the last episode, like I love this country, and I think it yeah. is the greatest country as a country. But I don't necessarily agree with everything our government does. Our government, and that's the thing because somewhere along the way, when Ronald Reagan became president, probably the government. No longer represents its people. It represents corporate America, corporate interests. That's that's who the government represents and what they. Once Citizens United got signed on, well, it was like a definite made law. Yeah, it but was it the started, end. Of, like, it started like it was the end of Reaganomics. We the yeah, like our government. Like so, when we when we get killed for terrorist attacks, because when people hate Americans for all, the, like they those people don't understand. Like we don't want that either. It's 
the big Lockheed Martin wanted the war, so they got the war, and that's why they killed your. That's why they there's so many drone strikes killing all your people. Not because I voted for like nobody wanted that. Like this big huge company wanted, then they got what they wanted. Yeah. So they the, our government represents corporate interests, not its population. Hundred percent. I mean, I, I and I've always said that like that's why I don't like the government anymore because it doesn't represent me. And I've always said like you know the biggest threat to Americans. Like the population are corporations. Yeah, like, yeah, they. Uh, I mean, unfettered obvious, capitalism, man. Obviously, like you know, corporations have been a great economic success for our country. You know, we would have all these, all this infrastructure and like advances in technology and things like that without the capitalism that we do have. But you know, fortunately, somewhere. Well, I guess that's just how what capitalism is about, though. Like, you know, it's all about making. I mean, I think you told me once, like. Like, companies are legally obligated to create profits for their investors. Right. By any means necessary. But, like, cap- like capitalism can work for everyone if there's laws in place that protect people yeah. and take power away. But right now, like, all those laws that we did have who that weren't even strong enough to begin with, but the, the ones that we did have were systematically just taken away little by little, and they're still being taken away. And it, it, it's like... The government got infiltrated by corporate America. Like they, they got, they sent their people in to like infiltrate the government to give them what they wanted. And now, like it's really becoming a a plutocracy where like rich people are the ones in charge. Like corporations, like the government is losing power. Yeah. Oh by yeah, no, the government already lost power. Like yeah, like Donald Trump is the person corporate America wanted in there. Like. Yeah. So like they've. I mean, infiltrated look at, the government. Look at all the people that he... I mean, like, if you if you think to yourself, why does it seem like Trump has put into office, like, every... The worst person that every could possibly CEO. be in this position. Like, right. that's because it is. <laughs> yeah. But but that, it's it, but it's been happening since before Trump, too. It's just now it's more blatant. Now he's putting, like... Well, now it's on a higher scale. I don't like it. Yeah. It's, it's more than just one. It's in every... Like, the vice president, Dick Cheney, was... Very well connected and invested in the, what, uh, the oil industry. Yeah, but uh, what what was the company? Was uh, it a, Enron? No, a weapons company. Oh, uh, okay. No idea. That got major contracts to provide weapons for the war in Iraq. Mm-hmm. From which Bill Clinton was. I'm not Bill Clinton. Fucking Dick Cheney was like later went on to work for it, like, or he used to work for right. it, or like. You know, so-and-so is the CEO here. Now he's the chief economic blah, blah, blah. Yeah. The EPA guy, the head of the EPA is the guy who wanted to destroy the EPA. (laughs) The guy who runs... Like, they're uh, blatantly trying to dismantle the government. The guy who runs FCC used to be, like, what? what, Like, some senior VP in Verizon Wireless or something like that. Like... Yeah, yeah, exactly. Come on. (laughs) Now it's more blatant. Now they're blatantly like, okay, I'm going to put the guy who, you know, the things he wanted to do. Now he's going to have the power to do them. And you know what else? Uh, they can do whatever the fuck they want because we don't have time to pay attention to everything. Yeah, we're just getting bombarded. Yeah, I mean... We're getting bombarded with news every day that we can't keep up with what they're actually writing into law. They don't give a shit what's happening in the news because they already know what's happening in the news. Or they just don't give a but shit. also the stuff that they show us on the news isn't like... At the 24-hour news cycle is just like... They focus on one scandal or this and that. That's not really substantial. That's why I've never been a fan of watching it. I've never been a fan of watching, like, even local news. 
Yeah, I like I don't I don't need you to tell me what stories I need to listen to. Like if I if I want to find out about it, I'm going to find out about it. Oh, like yeah, on the internet. Yeah, it's like a, an unlimited the, source of re, of you know, resources. Like why why would I need to? But like back in the day, the news was like once a night. Yeah. At nine o'clock, only one channel had the news, and everybody watched the same news. Well, why do you think boomers take Fox News as like gospel? <laughs> because that's all they're used to is just. Well, no, but but imagine if everybody got the same information, and it wasn't just catered to like Fox News people, like MSNBC people. Like it wasn't everybody got the same. Like oh, in tonight's news, the president did this. Oh, and then this congressman did that. But there was no opinion. Everybody got the same information, and then everybody made up their mind from it. But now it's like if you're if you're a Democrat, you have your own little bubble. If you're a Republican, you go here, and you only get your own little cycle of news, and then. And then you don't even know what's going on in the other people's bubble. Well, and most of the, yeah, that's and then true. it just clashes until it's fucking. So it's like being we're being separated, divided, and conquered. Well, think easily. about it. Think about it being like um, think about it being like two North Koreas. Yeah, like you're getting nothing but one side of every story. And let's say let's say you have two North Koreas next to each other with a garage door. I'm just gonna, small example here, but with a garage door, <laughs> big ass garage door. <laughs> Blocking your two groups from ever seeing each other. You're getting all your news from one source and you're getting your news from all of this other source. And one day they decide to open it up. Well, if you guys already have like this ingrained opinion about everything you've ever known, why wouldn't you fight with each other? So if you're only going to focus on like conservative news or liberal news and that's all you're ever going to read and not take anybody else's opinion or look at the whole story, whatever, like, yeah, of course you're going to fight with each other. But it, it didn't used to be that way, though. No. I mean, there was pe- people had disagreements, but it, it, it wasn't so polarized, I guess. That's what... Uh, we, we didn't used to be on such extreme ends of the spectrum. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I don't... And I don't, and I think at the core, we aren't... We still aren't. Like, we all still want the same thing. Oh, yeah. But it's like... like we've been manipulated into thinking these like the the coal miners in West Virginia want just as much as like the uh fucking barista in Seattle like they right. all just want to live their lives yeah, have a, have a life. safe family have money in their pocket like they don't want anything more than that that's bottom line that's what we want as humans right and like if you read like a remember the tea partiers and stuff what they wanted is the same exact thing that the occupy wall street people wanted but they still hated each other. Yeah. Because they were made, they were fed information about the other that isn't true, and that's what they believe about them. They paint a caricature of the of each side, and they attack that, but they don't see what's underneath, and like what that's all. We all want the same exact thing. Yeah. Hundred percent. They don't want a Hong Kong situation on their hands. No. Like we get this illusion of freedom because we get to buy whatever we want. We have all this, this entertainment like distracting buying, us. Like if that, but it's a different kind of dictatorship, I guess. Like we're not truly free. No, it's not. It's not. It's on a different spectrum of the North Korea. We're like in the Brave New World <laughs> rather than the 1984 dystopia. But they're both dystopias, you know. They're still. They're both not good. Yeah, I don't know what the answer is, but well, maybe it's not as bad as we think. I still make a podcast. I can still say these things and not get in trouble. You know, right, there's I mean, still good things. FBI's not going to kick down my door. Or at least I wouldn't think so. But I might. Who knows? 
but they are listening to what we're <laughs> right, saying. Right, right, right. They're just letting us do it. But like, exactly, there's some yeah. NSA guy right now, probably like, the fuck are these guys talking oh, about? Our NSA guy right now is pretty entertained. Yeah, he's probably like, hey man. Uh, yeah. He's like, like, man, I had to hear this guy like, guys, you jack know, off last maybe, night. Maybe like. this will be like <laughs> the, the NSA podcast. I'll tune in and listen <laughs> to us. Yeah. Like, they're already listening to me anyway. Right. You know, like, so there's still good things about the country, but, but we're slowly losing. Yeah. Pretty soon, it might be a dystopia. Like I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of things going against us. I mean, the the metadata that all these companies are getting on us. Oh yeah, yeah. Companies have more knowledge about us than the government, or well, probably than we do ourselves. Yeah, because they know they what know we us like. psychologically. They could they, they know could us better than us anyone else does because they know what we search on Google and they know what we like and we don't like. Yes. Because we're we're. When you interact with, let's say, say even your husband or wife, like when you're act, interacting with them in your everyday life, there's still something in your mind that you're keeping a secret from them. Right. Your truth, like there's the the persona you you show everyone out, like all your friends, the one you put into the world, and then you, you scale it back for your wife. Like she knows you more than anyone, but there's still like that. Mm-hmm. Then that true self, the one that you are by yourself when you're completely by yourself, that's the true you. That's the one that Google knows. Yeah. And, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> That's scary. <laughs> so they, so they can, and they do control yeah. you psychologically, without you even knowing it. Yeah, they control your behavior and what you do. Like that's fucking scary, dude. That's so scary. They influence what you want, and what you want to do, what you want to eat. Yeah, what you see. It's all an algorithm, but they, they have keep you on the couch flicking through the app. Yeah, for as long as they want. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean I get it. It's not. It's it's a little it's a little depressing and but if if you don't recognize these things first then there's no way they I mean come on like look I know that I know we're not doing anything about all these things I mean what can we do to a certain I just notice them but like think of the people that don't even like notice these things like they're just living their lives yeah like none of this shit exists like do you think that they're living a happier life maybe. Sometimes I do think that. Sometimes I think ignorance is bliss. Like, because I, I feel like I'm hyper aware of all these things. Not like I'm like super smart or anything. I just like, this is what I think about. No, absolutely. Yeah. And, and it makes me super anxious and very, That's very scared true. That's very for true. the future. Yeah. So I have to remind myself of the good things, but like I, I keep seeing all the good things slowly being taken away. So I'm like, or has it always been like that? Like, like what if it's just, what if this is just our cycle? Like what if, uh, you know, like, let's say our grandparents or something were living in the 50s and there was a right. threat of, like, the Cold War. Like, what if that, like, what if all this dystopian, like, um, you know, anxiety was coming over over them and, like, this is just kind of, like, our... Well, yeah, because we, we are living in, like, like the equivalent of, like, the turn of the century where, like, that those major shifts in humanity are happening. We're living through that. So, like, we were promised a certain way of life by the people who came before us and then, like... Things are changing so fast that it's not what we thought, and now we're like we feel the sense of doom. Like this is not, you know what I mean. So like I, I think we're living in that age of like major historical shifts in like humankind, not just American history, but like all of humanity. And we're living through that. Like people lived through like World War One or like or World War Two, like huge things like that. I've never that causes us to like be super anxious. Oh, yeah. Because people in the 50s, like, they had it all figured out. Because like, that was, like, the middle of, like, 
They had a house, a nice car, job. Of course, if you're a middle class white man person. Well, of course. Well, no, I mean, I don't know. Like, I'm saying, like. Ask a black person what it was in the 50s. Okay. That's not what I meant. A Mexican in the 50s would, you know, like. Okay, I'm I'm just thinking about mad men, okay? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Upper (laughs) middle class men. And, no, women had a. Women, women had it rough too that? because they were expected to be stay-at-home moms that cook dinner and clean the house. Like, at least they got to be white. Imagine having to do that, do that and then be black. It would suck because uh, yeah, probably that's still... something I, I was thinking about the other day. Dude, like women have it fucking hard. I get it, but white women imagine imagine being a black woman. Like you're you're not only black but you're also a woman. Like how oppressed. Like, they're so oppressed that we don't even notice that they're oppressed. Like, we don't even take that into account. Like, we always talk about black men and how they're treated, which is fucking terribly. But, like, black women aren't even, like, considered. I feel like there's a plus and minus to that. Because since they do, since society does know, notice black people, or black men, I'm sorry. Since they notice black men, they're the ones that are being thrown in jail, they're the ones being shot on the street, they're the ones, all this and that, you know, like, well, I'm not saying, like, black women don't go through anything, I'm just saying, like, they, they get it, they get it, black men get it rough in a different way. Yeah, like, in a physical... In a physical life or death way, yes. Yeah, it's always been that way. I mean, physically... But I, but I was just thinking, like, if, obviously, women are uh, half the population that are severely oppressed... Black people are also severely oppressed. Now, you compound both of those and be a black woman. Must be, like, the hardest fucking... I don't know. I'm sure certain people haven't had it hard or... No. Whatever. Just edit it out. (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean... But it's fucking... I don't know, man. It's not all bad, but... It's not all bad. focus on the bad. But you know what? You have to... I don't know, like... I guess, like, you... I'm not necessarily saying, like, I'm super smart, and I definitely will never say that I'm woke, because I fucking hate that. But, like, I just hate that term. Being woke? Yeah. Like, come on, man, really? And then, like, people, like, judge each other on, like, their wokeness. Like... Yeah, well, that's counterproductive, man. It is. <laughs> like, damn, why are you... I don't know, it's... That's yeah, a whole yeah, different like, fucking thing, but... Maybe again, that's how... I've got a lot of things <laughs> to say on woke people. <laughs> I don't know. But like I was saying, like, I, I I won't necessarily say that I'm, like, smarter than anyone or anything. Like, I'll never say that. It's just, yeah, I do notice some things like that, and I notice things that are going on around me. I, I'm, I'm aware of my surroundings, but I guess, like, I've kind of come to a point in my life where I've kind of accepted the way life is, is or is going to be as somebody that lives in America, as a millennial, as this or that. And I just kind of have to find happiness in my own way. Yeah, it is for everyone, I guess. Like, at a, at a certain point, I feel like at a certain point in your life, you kind of just have to say, like, I mean, I'm going to I'm gonna do everything I can in my power to try to change and better the future, but I don't think that I'm going to necessarily be the generation that creates that extreme change. But that's the thing, though, like, that extreme change never actually happens, like, because it's always continuously yeah. changing. So, like, all we to do is make our little part to change it and will it but it's not we're never going to get to the promised land like no but i mean it will continue going like each generation keeps dying off but if you think about it like that utopia it's night or day 
Well, no, nobody ever gets to see that. I guess in that sense, yeah, you're right. It's always being created. Yeah. So all we do is just put a little block in this infinite thing that's never going to be finished until we all die. Right, but I think the good thing is that we as human beings care enough to make a better world for something that we'll never experience. But, I mean, think about the world now. Yeah. Compared to how we live right now, we live better than kings used to live in the 1500s, you know? Like, we have running water. Yeah. We have plenty of food that we eat, like... Like, if if we took our food to a banquet and, like, we were, we, like, kings used to eat, the richest people in the world, like, so we have made a lot of progress. Yeah. In that sense. Yeah. All, all we can like Life is way better do. now than it Oh, yeah. I, I would mean, not want to be alive in the, no. any time in the past. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm glad that I was born when I was born. So this is the best. This is the best time for me. That's the best sure. time possible right now because it's, it's now. Exactly. So all we got to do is just make now better. That's all we little can Little by do. little. And that's what everybody does. And I think that's what every generation does. Yeah. Um, not only to make your own life better while you're still living it, but, you know, like you do, you think you want a better life for your family, like your kids, your grandkids, because you do think about them. And you yeah, do want like, them to have a better life than you did. Like right now, we're like, it's our, it's our, our make it better is like, oh, if we don't do something, we're not going to have a planet to live on. <laughs> it's like yeah, unfortunately, serious. I feel like millennials, and I and think the millennials kids behind us, like we're the ones who got the first wave of it, but they're the like. No, I think millennials are going to have the hardest, have it the hardest than anyone else. Because I think Gen Z, um, they might live a little more comfortably because they're the ones that are. Well, I don't know. Or it could all come crashing down for them too, because I think that they have an advantage because. They're more in tune with technology and therefore can get right into, like, those jobs that do demand more technology, you know, a more technology-based job. They're more, they're better equipped for it than, like, an older generation. Now, they're going to, they're not going to put us out of work because we know technology just as well as they do, but. Yeah, but they're natives, though. Yeah, exactly. We're not, we no, haven't learned technology. They just. They Obviously, were born they into learned it. it too, but they learned it like they learned language. language. So it's like it's ingrained in them. It is a language to them. Yeah, it's like it's second nature. And that, that's the gen- that's going to be our generational gap between us and them. That we're, when we're old and they're like our age, you know, like when our generation is in charge and their generation is coming up, like that's going to be like the different. Like, well, you don't get it. Like, you don't know what it's like because they're going to have the language of technology already ingrained in them. But I think we, I think we were lucky enough though that. We got it early on. Like, we were using computers in, yeah, like, elementary school. Yeah. Like, we, we were already using computers. Obviously, now technology is way more advanced. Yeah. And iPhone is way more advanced than any computer that we were using in, like, fifth right. grade or whatever. Like, but I, I think uh, Gen Z is going to have it good in that sense. So, they, I don't think that there's going to be a lack of job opportunities for them in technology or something that's computer-based. But where I do see it... Where I do see the Gen Z generation crashing is their, um, it's that, it's that idea that they have that they're always, they always feel like they're, um, kind of on camera. You know what I mean? Like they always feel like they're, like, it's almost like you're in the Truman Show. Like you're just always being watched by your friends. Exactly. I mean, you are being watched, but like, you know, we're being watched. All the time. We're being watched Listen involuntarily, watch. but they're, watch, they're being watched voluntarily by putting all their videos on TikTok 
Instagram, Snapchat, and everything, and like they feel like they have to be these. I don't, I don't know if a lot of Gen Z kids like know who they really are because they've always been putting out this front for social media. I don't know, man. I, the thing, like the generation thing, like I always have faith in the next. Like I do too. I have complete faith that the next generation will will be up to the task of whatever they have to face. Well, you have to. <laughs> Sink or swim. Because that's what the generation before us said about us. Like, oh, well, I don't like how they do it. Like, it, we just don't understand them. You know, like, there's something about them that we just don't understand because we're not. I'm not, I mean, I don't think there's any critique I have of Generation Z, like Gen Z. I don't, I don't think there's any critique I have necessarily of them. I mean, they are who they are. And I think I don't have a critique of them because they're the closest in, as far as, like, our interests and, like, how we act in life, like I think they're the closest than any other generation before us. Yeah, but you also have to think like that's the thing a lot of older people don't understand. Like, oh, gen like teens nowadays, like all of Gen Z, they're all like teens or twenty one year olds. So they're acting like teens and twenty one. We're judging them as teens and twenty one <laughs> right. year olds. You know what I mean? They're not yeah. thirty forty yet. No, we we're, we're judging them as like stupid teenagers because that's what they are right now. Yeah, they still haven't grown up and matured. So like. Like, for a generation of older people to judge someone for just being young and dumb still, like, you know, like, we haven't given them a... If they're 40 and they're, like, doing what boomers are doing, then, yeah, fuck you, what are you doing, you know? Like, you're... Like, we're still judging them for being teenagers posting stupid shit online. Like, we still don't know what they're going to be like when they're our no. age or older than us. And we're finally getting to that... Our generation's getting to the age where we're having... Fam- starting families and... Yeah. Getting married, uh... Having politicians in office, things like that, um, and then a lot of the majority of the music is artists that are younger than us. The yeah, most successful ones, at least, yeah, yeah. The well, most pop successful music, ones. yeah. Pop music's always been for teenagers. Exactly. Yeah, like I, I watch like certain rappers, and I'm like I can't keep up with these little <laughs> Pekka, little this, little that. Like I try to because I like it, but like I'm not gonna. There's gonna be a certain point where I'm just gonna lose connection with it and like that's just getting older that's what happens or like fuck I forget about this too just because like these kids are so giant but like student athletes man these kids are like 18 and 19 yeah they're way like they're 10 years younger than us yeah they're kids (laughs) they're kids and they're They're like teenagers yeah but they're out here like doing it on the big screen man like on ESPN and that's how it's always been though Oh, no, yeah, I'm not complaining about it. When we were their age, they looked like our peers. When we were younger, they looked like... But now they just look like, oh, that's just a kid. It's just crazy to see, like... I think every adult's probably gone through this, but just seeing your generation progress through your life. Yeah. Like, wow, we're at this stage in our life. You become more aware of your age and... Stop. All I'm saying is, yeah, I have I have hope for Gen Z in the future, so... I think we'll do fine. The kids are all right, man. Yeah, (laughs) the kids are all right. Anyway, yeah, uh, <laughs> I have nothing really to say, but yeah, thanks for thanks for staying with us. Um, you know, if you like this, obviously, share it with your friends. Give us five stars on whatever platform you're listening to, and um, you have to. If you haven't checked out by now, I guess. <laughs> yeah, if you're still here, like, <laughs> yeah, if you're you still have to listening, do five to stars, it. man. Like, yeah, no. please. You found us this entertainment or non-offensive by this point, so yeah, just yeah, if you're offended, get at it. If you're offended, turn it off. Like, what do I care? Yeah, don't listen to this shit. Yeah, no. 
That honestly should have been the name of the podcast. Don't <laughs> no, listen to this shit. <laughs> that would be a great name for a podcast. Because people do the opposite of what you tell them. Yeah. Say, hey, that's wet. That's a George Carlin joke. When you yeah. tell somebody like that's wet paint, they always got to go touch it. <laughs> yeah. They just don't believe you. <laughs> this is a stupid podcast. Don't listen. Anyway, no. Uh, big thank you to uh, Oscar for coming in and uh, doing a couple segments with mm-hmm. us. Um, but yeah, as always, thanks guys. Bye forever.